The Truth and Love Ministry is pleased to present Truth and Love Radio with former Muslim and now Christian pastor Sharam Hadian. Sharam is from Iran and is now a proud U.S. citizen living in Washington State. In addition to being a pastor and conference speaker, he is also the host of the weekly television program Till TV. And now, here is your host, Sharam Hadian. Well, thank you for joining us today on Truth and Love Radio. This is Pastor Sharam Hadian. Um, grateful that you're joining us today on the program, and we're gonna we're gonna continue to uh, follow where we left off on our last program as we are bringing you a hypocrisy uh, alert, a heresy alert. Uh, we've committed to to exposing what is going on in the church, particularly when it comes to false teaching and false shepherds. Uh, that's why we've titled these series uh, Good Shepherd, True Shepherds versus False Shepherds. And so we want to expose where the false shepherds are. We commend the good shepherds. We, we, we commend the faithful shepherds, but we must expose those who are now false shepherds and are leading people, God's people, astray. And so I've been focusing on Andy Stanley, who is one of the uh, who's a pastor of one of the largest churches in America now, North Point Community Church in Alpharetta, Georgia, uh, a man that uh, the Lord used his sermon, uh, Easter sermon uh, on the resur- the crucifixion, the resurrection of Jesus Christ to impact my life, to to deeply uh, 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 open my heart to the gospel. Uh, it was a simple presentation of that gospel that saved me and brought me into the kingdom of God 19 years ago. And so... Um, you know, to to see these guys uh, who 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 you know perhaps were solid years ago, completely go off the rails and completely begin to abandon the Word of God or abandon parts of the Word of God. In this case, Andy Stanley abandoning the Old Testament and the Ten Commandments, uh, as I've tried to show you, um, it, it's just grieving. It's beyond grieving. But, but what's more grieving, folks, is how many people he's misleading. How many people, how many believers he is leading astray. So we're going to pick right back up in the clips that we were playing. And again, uh, the, vi- the YouTube video that, I, that I'm linking for you is from Fighting for the Faith. Uh, Chris Rosebro, who uh, uh, puts us on YouTube, uh, critique this. And um, I want to thank again uh, one of our supporters, Kira Love, who, who sent this to me. Um, and so we're, we're going to be playing... Uh, some of Stanley's clips from a sermon that he gave recently in May on called Aftermath, and then uh, some of Chris's comments, and then, of course, uh, I will be bringing uh, commentary as well and bringing the scriptures. So uh, where we left off was that Andy Stanley uh, literally said, and he has this on a screen behind him as he's teaching, that the Old Covenant, Law of Moses, was not the go-to source regarding sexual behavior for the church. Okay, so he says the old covenant law of Moses was not the go to source regarding sexual behavior for the church. Well, the old covenant, the law of Moses, what he's not differentiating between is the ceremonial law and the moral law. Again, we've said time and time again, the moral law, the I'm sorry, the ceremonial law was fulfilled completely by Christ. We are no longer under any ceremonial law, including the observance of a Saturday Sabbath. The the uh, civil law was changed by the dispensation of grace. Things that were punish, punishable by death now are not, and we're grateful for that. But the moral law 
has not been fulfilled and has not been done away with. We do not support the false teaching of antinomianism, which I've covered for you, which I believe that Andy Stanley is being influenced perhaps by the likes of John Piper, who is clearly an antinomianist now. And um, the moral law is still in effect because it is the moral law of God. We are still subject to the higher laws of God in our morality. And, and that's ultimately the law is not what saves us, but the law is what points us to the need of a savior and to, and to repentance. So Stanley is saying, hey, the, old, the, 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 the church wasn't under any of that. And, and again, I've, I've read to you here from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19. So then you, you are no longer strangers and aliens, Paul says, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and are of God's household, having been built on the foundation of the apostles, that's the New Testament, and the prophets, that's the Old Testament, Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. So, so the church is built upon both the foundation of the New Testament and the foundation of the Old Testament. We don't reject one or the other. We understand those things which have been fulfilled, and we understand those things that which are very alive, and that is the moral law of God. And Andy Stanley has completely missed this, and it's completely gone off the rails. And in my opinion, is this is a, 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 a heresy, a heretical alert given to you, those of you who may follow Stanley or you know people who do follow Stanley. Listen to now what he says about the, uh, the Old Testament, and listen to what he says about the Ten Commandments, and then we'll comment. <laughs> and perhaps more disturbingly, if that's a word, or offensively, the Old Testament, or the Law and the Prophets as they called it, was not going to be the go-to source for any behavior in the church. Yeah, weird. I just quoted two sections of the New Testament from the writings of the Apostle Paul that restated exactly the same moral code as is found in the Old Testament very specifically, the Ten Commandments. To make this point, because this is so important, I originally in my notes, I was going to put a... Now listen to this. I, I want you to listen to what he's about to say. Again, you have two voices you're hearing, okay? If you're listening to this, on, obviously, on radio, uh, and you haven't clicked on the YouTube video, uh, you have you have Chris Roseborough from, from, from Fighting for the Faith who, who who is commenting on the videos of Andy Stanley, but the one who's actually teaching is Andy Stanley from North Point Community Church. Again, uh, according to the Atlantic Constitution Journal, now the second largest mega church in America with over 31,000 members who are being deceived by this man now. And, 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 and listen uh, to what he's about to say. What, listen to what he wanted to put on the screen, and then he doesn't because of the supposed backlash, and listen to what he actually says. This is shocking, and then we'll comment. Screen up here that said, in other words, that means thou shalt not obey the Ten Commandments. Whoa. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Okay, so l let me go back. L let me go back and play this in its entirety, okay? Because I, 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 you know, I don't want my interruption to, to miss it. Listen to this whole thing, and we'll get to this point, okay? The Old Covenant Law of Moses was not the go-to source regarding sexual behavior in the church. More importantly, <laughs> and perhaps more disturbingly, if that's a word, or offensively, the Old Testament, or the Law and the Prophets as they called it, was not going to be the go-to source for any behavior in the church. Yeah, weird. I just quoted two sections of the New Testament from the writings of the Apostle Paul that restated exactly the same moral code as is found in the Old Testament, very specifically the Ten Commandments.
To make this point, because this is so important, I originally in my notes, I was going to put a screen up here that said, in other words, that means thou shalt not obey the Ten Commandments. But wow. Originally, I was going to put in my notes on the screen. Thou shalt not, therefore, therefore what he's saying is, thou shalt not obey the Ten Commandments. Okay, That's directly out of his mouth. That's what he was going to put. The fact that he admits that he was going to put that and he didn't shows you how how far gone and corrupted he is. Wow, is all I can say. Now listen to how his justification and what he actually says. But I knew someone would take a picture of that. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they if you put it up as a photograph or not. The, what you just said is that that's what you wanted to do. Thou shalt not obey the Ten Commandments. But the Apostle Paul clearly rolled the Ten Commandments back into the New Testament. Okay, Let, let's revisit that real quick again. Let me, let me read it again to you one more time in case you are not sure. Romans 13. So Paul brings in in Romans 13, Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another, for he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law. So he who loves his neighbor, and by the way, in the context, uh, he's writing to the church in Rome. Uh, the context is first to the, to the church. Your first level of neighbor is not the unbeliever, is not the pagan. Your first level of neighbor is to your brethren, to the church. So how do you fulfill your love for the neighbor? Verse 9, he tells us, for this, for this, be, you know, in this way, he's saying, quote, you shall not commit adultery. You shall not murder. You shall not steal. You shall not covet. So Paul directly quotes the Ten Commandments, four of the Ten Commandments, in saying this is how you love your neighbor and this is how you fulfill the law. According to Mr. Stanley, we shouldn't obey the Ten Commandments. That's what he wanted to say. And if there's any other commandment, Paul goes on to say, it is summed up in this saying, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfillment of the, fulfillment of the law. So, can you understand now why we are making the assertion that Andy Stanley not only is rejecting the Old Testament, therefore claiming that he's only a New Testament follower, but he's claiming he's denying any moral law given by the Old Testament and specifically the Ten Commandments. He just told you if he was going to do what he wanted to do, he would have put it on there a screen, thou shalt not obey the Ten Commandments. And as such, he is an antinomiast. He is one who is now denying that we are under any moral law, and that is a guaranteed license uh, to be licentious, to sin, to bring in all sorts of immorality into the church, as we've seen time and time and time again. Listen more to what he's going to say. And he wrote under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit because he was an apostle. Now, another interesting text I think is worth noting in this context is uh, our, our discussion that we had recently regarding apostles. Uh, Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians. Okay, well, I, I already covered this part, so I'm, I'm going to fast forward here. Um, because uh, Chris Roseboro is going to go through Ephesians 2, which I did for you, and he's going to go through, um, if you remember, on I think our first program I covered for you, the heresy 
that's called Marcionism. Um, uh, Marcion, who, who uh, um, was in, in uh, around the year A.D. 144, believed Jesus was a savior, um, but he believed in a dualistic God because he believed that the, 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 the Hebrew God of the Old Testament, who was wrathful, according to him, was a separate and lower entity. And that the New Testament God is a whole different God and a higher entity. That's somehow like what God evolved. Um, uh, so he's going to address that. But I want to, and then, then I want to get back to what um, Stanley's going to say here uh, as he continues. Listen to this. That's the Old and the New Testament. And it would define me for the rest of my life. So I'm not going to put it up there. But I want you to hear me say it. Here. Oh, I'm not going to put it up there, Andy Stanley, because it would define me for the rest of the life. What is he talking about? I'm not going to put that screen up there that I would say, thou shalt not obey the Ten Commandments, because it would define me. That's right, Andy, because it would define you as the heretic that you are becoming. It would define you as the heretic, as the heretical teacher that you are becoming. But you've already said it. The, 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 the cat's out of the bag. You, you, you've said to us what your intent is because you're about to just rephrase it in a, in a what, in a fluffier way. You, you're going to deceive people in a fluffier way. Listen to what he says, folks. Here's what the Jerusalem Council was saying to the Gentiles. You are not accountable to the Ten Commandments. You're not accountable to the Jewish law. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. You are not accountable. So Acts 15, according to him, the Jerusalem Council is saying, you as believers are not accountable to the Ten Commandments. You're not accountable to the Old Testament law. What did the Ten Commandments say? What did the, I'm sorry, what did they say? Let's go back to Exodus 20. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of, of, of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. So apparently we're not, we're, we're not accountable to that. I guess we can worship other gods. You shall make. Uh, you shall not make make for yourself a a, a carved image or anything uh, 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 any like any, any likeness of anything that is. And again, you see the list there. So we, we. So what's what's that commandment? We shall have no idols. We should have. We should not uh, participate in idolatry. Well, according to Andy Stanley, we're the the church is not under that anymore. You shouldn't take the Lord's name in vain. Nope, uh, we're not accountable to that anymore. Remember the Sabbath day. Nope, we're not accountable to that anymore as far as a day of rest. Again, remember, I already said that I don't believe that we are under a ceremonial keeping of the Sabbath, which is Saturday. I believe that we should still be under a Sabbath, which is to take a day of rest because it's just good for us. Uh, how about honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God giving you? Apparently, according to Andy Stanley, the church is no longer under obligation to that. You shall not murder. Well, apparently we're not under obligation to that. You should not commit adultery. Well, uh, I guess it just followed Jesus, right? Uh, so how do we know we shouldn't commit adultery? Uh, Jesus said it. How about the fact that Jesus is quoting the Old Testament? Because we know that the Ten Commandments, by the way, think about this, folks. Think about this, church. We know that Scripture was given either in inspiration to the prophets of the Old Testament or to the apostles of the New Testament, correct? Over So 40 witnesses given the revelation of Scripture, the Word of God, over a 15 to 1600-year period, okay? We know that for a fact. But there is one piece of, of, of information in the Bible that we know directly came from the hand of God, and that is the Ten Commandments, because God wrote it literally with his finger, God inscribed it. Moses didn't write it down. It wasn't dictated to him. God literally inscribed it on the tablets, and it was written by the hand of God. So it's the only piece of information in the entire Bible that was directly penned 
and I'm using the euphemism pen, by the hand of God. And this man, this heretic now, just said, okay, okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to play it again so that you don't think I'm taking it out of context. Listen to this again, okay? Listen to what he said. Put it out there. But I want you to hear me say it. Here's what the Jerusalem Council was saying to the Gentiles. You are not accountable to the Ten Commandments. You're not accountable to the Jewish law. We're done with that. God has done something new. You t- so, so apparently, according to Andy Stanley, the teaching of the Bible to the Gentiles is you are not accountable to the Ten Commandments. You're not ac- accountable to any aspect of the Jewish law, uh, which, which, again, we... Uh, we would clearly what what he's not doing what what what, what he what I think what he's deceptively not doing is, is to define the difference between again the ceremonial law and the moral law. Yes, I would say if you're a Gentile believer or a Jewish believer, even if you're a Messianic believer and you're a Jew who has who has believed now in, in the Messiah, has called in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved, uh, uh, both are no longer under the obligation of the ceremonial law. Right? Does a Jewish believer in the Messiah go and sacrifice an animal? No. They now believe Jesus is the is the sacrificial lamb, as the Passover lamb. So none of us are under the ceremonial law, but all of us remain under the obligation of the moral law, particularly of the Ten Commandments. This is so dangerous. This is absolute heresy. And he should be called out and exposed for the false teacher that he has become. And I say this with the heaviest of hearts. How can this man say that the Gentile believers that the church is no longer under the obligation of the moral law? I'm going to play this for you one more time. Because this is this is beyond beyond disturbing. Because he jokes about the fact that he, you know, he's glad that he didn't put on there, thou shalt not obey the Ten Commandments, but he says the same thing. He just rephrases it and says the same thing. And it would define me for the rest of my life. So I'm not going to put it up there, but I want you to hear me say it. Here's what the Jerusalem Council was saying to the Gentiles. You are not accountable to the Ten Commandments. You're not accountable to the Jewish law. We're done with that. God has done something new. We're done with the Ten Commandments, Andy? Mr. Stanley, we are done with the Ten Commandments. Jesus fulfilled the Ten Commandments, so I guess it's okay to murder, folks. I guess it's okay to go out there and commit adultery. I guess it's okay to go out and steal. I guess it's okay to go out and bear false witness against your neighbor. I don't think I finished the list. Uh, 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 you shall not commit adultery. You should not steal. You should not bear false false witness against your neighbor, meaning don't lie. Uh, you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You should not covet your neighbor's wife. You should not, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. So I guess, folks, according to Mr. Stanley, all of those things are now okay because we're no longer under any obligation to follow those if we're Gentile believers. Does that sound right to you or does that sound like absolute heresy and absolute licentiousness to do whatever we think is right in our own eyes? Which, by the way, goes back to idolatry. This is shocking. This is unbelievable. And this guy is deceiving 31,000 people simply just in his congregation. That's not including all those online who follow him, the thousands of people that follow him on YouTube, the thousands of people that follow him around the world. That's just the 31,000 people that are sitting uh, in his multiple congregations or multiple services and are being deceived now by this man. This is grieving, beyond grieving. 
Let's listen to what Chris Roseborough here says. Besides, yeah, n no, um, Christ has fulfilled the law for us. The law still condemns us of our sins, and it defines what a good work is. And over and again, just read the back half of uh, the Pauline epistles. Yeah, um, the uh, the Ten Commandments are restated quite clearly as uh, you know, defining what morality is or isn't, and what a good work is or isn't. What he just said is patently false. This is the Marcionite heresy in the 21st century, and it, this is dangerous. This is blasphemous. Would say to them, thank you, Chris. I agree with you 100%. This is blasphemous. There you go, folks. There you go. This is the Marcion heresy. This is antinomianism. This is uh, her heretical. This is really bordering on apostasy. Because to reject the foundation of, of, of God's moral law as a foundation of the church today is to basically say that we have no direction, no morality, and this is why the church condones everything under the sun. This is how churches and pastors begin to, as, as Chris has already said, begin to become homosexual affirming, begin to support abortion, begin to support every un, you know, uh, transgenderism and every, and every unrighteous thing under the sun including the aspect of interfaith, the aspect of, of, uh, uh, of, of Islam. They begin to, to bring it all in because we don't want to offend anybody, and, and everything is permissible under the grace of God. I mean, this is absolute blasphemy. I agree. Let's keep listening. And he would say to you, thou shalt not obey the Ten Commandments because those aren't your commandments. Yours are better. And yours are far less complicated. But they are far more demanding. Because you see, look up here. When you begin to view every single person you meet, red, yellow, black, or white, rich, poor, vulnerable, not vulnerable. When you begin to view... Sounds like a lot like social justice, right? When you begin to meet everybody you meet, rich or poor, white or black, uh, red or whatever, uh, uh, vulnerable or not vulnerable. Sounds like a lot like social justice garbage coming out of his mouth. Cultural Marxism, perhaps. Listen, let's keep listening. Every single person you are eyeball to eyeball with as made in the image of God and a potential dweller. Uh, nope, you can't do that. Sorry. Made in the image of God, that's revealed to us in Genesis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you, you just relied on the Old Testament there. Nope, you can't tell people or let that thinking interrupt your thinking as a Christian because you're just throwing out the whole Old Testament and made in the image of God is revealed in Genesis. Place for the Spirit of God, you will treat them well. You will not need chapter and verse. You will do for them what God through Christ has done for you. Any questions? This was a... Man, that sounds like social gospel to me right there. You will treat them well. You will do to them what Christ has done to you. But wait a second. They may be made in the image of God, but they're not a believer. God created them, but they're not a believer. They're not a brother and sister in Christ. And so I, what does that mean, I treat them well? Does that mean that that I don't tell them uh, that, that, that they need redemption, that they need a savior? That they that 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 they're, that they're according to the Bible they're sinners. Oh wait 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 a second. Andy says right. Don't remember what Andy Stanley said. I showed you earlier in one of the other programs. Don't say the Bible says. 
Say Paul said, say Matthew says, Luke or John, but don't say the Bible says. Again, folks, that part of what I brought to you now totally makes sense of why he has completely gone off the rails and brought this heresy into the body of Christ now. Denying the morality, denying the Ten Commandments, denying the entire Old Testament, and, the, and denying the entire foundation that the church was built upon, which is the apostles and the prophets, not just the apostles. A new and better day. This was an extraordinary day in the history of the church. Church. No, this is an extraordinary day in the history of the church. Andy Stanley is full-blown uh, Marcy Knight heretic. Thank you, Chris. I agree. This is the extraordinary day. The, the extraordinary day is not that we have a new revelation, that we have a new morality. That we're supposed to, we're justified by faith, but we're supposed to work out our salvation. Under what? Under the morality that God has given us. Yes, we follow the example of Christ, but there are many things that Jesus didn't directly address. So therefore, the morality is given to us under the Old Testament, in the law, in the moral law of God. Not ceremonial, but moral. And even the ceremonial we are to understand, because the ceremonial is a type of Christ. As I mentioned in one of the other programs, as a church body, why do we uh, address and at least teach on the feasts of the Lord not to observe them, right? Because that's ceremonial, but to understand them because they are they are they find their fulfillment in Christ. The feast of Passover, the feast of unleavened bread, the feast of first fruits, the feast of weeks, which is Pentecost. Those have been fulfilled by Christ and the, the fall feast, the feast of, of, of uh, the trumpets, the feast of atonement and the feast of uh, the tabernacles is going to be found in the second coming of Christ. So we look to those ceremonial law to understand the fulfillment, but we look to the moral law church to understand how we are to be sanctified to Christ. A little bit more here, folks. Cheers. Church leaders, the church leaders who were closest to the action, who understood better than we ever will. Church leaders unhitched the church from the worldview, the value system, and the regulations of the Jewish scripture. Not just how... <laughs> no, they did not unhitch the church from the value system of the Jewish scriptures. I agree, Chris. Andy Stanley says on the screen, church leaders unhitched the church from the worldview, value system, and regulations of the Jewish scriptures including the Ten Commandments. That's what he claims the church leaders did. Yet yet, yet Chris has shown, I've shown, others have shown, uh, again, clearly the scriptures, uh, the, the, the apostles, can, and Jesus himself brought the, the, the value system of the uh, Old Testament, the morality, the, the, the teachings of the prophets that were given by inspiration of the Holy Spirit back into the, into the New Testament church, back into the fold, Many of those of those themes were carried through. That's why they quote them. And folks, I, I could keep going on and on. Uh, again, go to the video. Look at the video that he does. Look at this stuff for yourself. But I'm telling you right now, and I agree with Chris Roseboro on this, this is full-blown heresy. This is full-blown apostasy. And it's coming from someone that I used to respect that was at least influential in my faith. And I'm, I, I weep, I, I'm grieving, I'm angry, um, and, and I believe those are all emotions connected to the heart of God. So folks, we have good shepherds and we have false shepherds, and I believe Andy Stanley now has become a false shepherd. 
and he's going to allow not only the wolves into the church, but he's going to lead the sheep astray. Woe to you, Andy. Repent. May God have mercy on you, and may God bring you to conviction for what you're doing. And may God continue to keep all of us as true believers faithful to his word in these perilous days we live. Thanks for joining us. Join us again on the program next time for the Truth and Love Radio. This is Pastor Sharam Hadian. Thank you for listening to Truth in Love Radio with Pastor Sharam Hadian. You can visit our website, order DVDs, subscribe to our podcast, or support the ministry at www.tilproject.com. Please join us next time for another installment of Truth in Love Radio.